Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Here we go with Ryan Leaf, the former quarterback and current football analyst. You can get him on Twitter, of course, at Ryan D. Leaf. Ryan, welcome aboard. Obviously, uh, been following you for a while. I know we connect a bunch on Twitter, and it's just a blast to have you back, man. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, I was looking forward to it. All right, so you are like me before we talk football. Old man Moses over here having a kid late in your life, right? You just, you got a newborn. I've got a newborn myself at 44 and a four-year-old. How's it going, man? Have you been, I mean, are you officially like you've been pissed on, right? Everything's going well. Oh, everything's going great. You know, uh, she's eight weeks old. Uh, yeah. I'll be 65 when she graduates high school. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm an old dad, but uh, we couldn't be happier. We're, we're so grateful. Uh, she's the best. She's such a, a happy baby. Uh, and I, I just, my season's over now. I don't have to travel to call any more games. And so uh, I'm going to be spending as much time with, with, uh, with my family as I can. So I appreciate that. Thanks. You bet, man. All right. Hit me with your AFC championship preview and your NFC championship preview. How do you think these games go down and who goes to the big one? Well, you know, I, I, I felt like uh, when I was talking to some Ravens folks that uh, the, when I was talking to them about who they didn't want to see in the AFC championship, I kept telling them the Buffalo bills, you don't want to see Josh Allen and that 40 plus touchdowns, uh, greatness of him but then I just you know for whatever reason we get uh, conditioned over the year about the Kansas City Chiefs and I remember after the Christmas Day game I called that game in, in at Arrowhead and uh, I wasn't buying the fool's gold either I said you don't want to see him in the playoffs you that's where they eat it's where they make their money it's who they are and even with them having to go on the road for the first time they dominated there was no pre-snap penalties the communication was on point they probably should have won it um, by more if it weren't for the McCole Hardman fumble through the end zone. So, you know, flat out, uh, this Chiefs team is going to um, give Baltimore everything they have. They are the Kings and they are not going to give up their crown unless it's taken. I don't know if there's a better team, though, that could possibly take it than the Baltimore Ravens. They they have the MVP. Uh, they have an offensive game plan and scheme with Todd Munkin this year that is, is special. And the defense, the defense is the difference maker for me. Um, this could be an incredibly low scoring game, to be honest with you, for an AFC championship game between two teams that have very good offenses. So we'll see uh, if there's a team that could do it. It's definitely the Baltimore Ravens. And I do think if they get over the top, they if they are able to find a way to beat the, the Chiefs, uh, they end up being Super Bowl champions. On the NFC side of things, uh, I don't even know if the San Francisco 49ers deserve to be there. I mean, they they got beat by Green Bay. What they didn't do is is. Uh, you know, lose it at the end when Jordan Love gave it to him. You know, I, there there has to be such a tough week at Lambeau this week going through their cl closets and their lockers and cleaning things out going, we should be playing for an NFC championship against a team at a place where we just won at Thanksgiving, but instead they're not. Now you have Brock Purdy and this 49ers team who are back for a second consecutive time and hosting one uh, against a Detroit Lions team that is, I think, a team of destiny uh, with what they've been able to accomplish. Dan Campbell, Jared Goff for me. I think I, I don't know if there's a better story out there. The fact that they're catching seven points to me is a lot. Um, I think this is going to be an incredibly close game. You're not going to get offense from, from Detroit. They're going to give you offense. And what they do really well is run the football. And what San Francisco has clearly shown over the last half of the season, is they haven't been able to stop the run. And they certainly didn't stop the run against Green Bay and Aaron Jones going wild. So this makes for a really interesting matchup for me too. I'm glad we're going to see two great games, I think. Uh, wouldn't surprise me if Detroit got back uh, to the Super Bowl or got to the Super Bowl for the first time ever. Uh, just as just as much as I, I think that San Francisco could get there as well. But ultimately, 
whatever team ends up there, I, I, I don't think takes out an AFC opponent. We'll see, see how it plays out. But I would love to see a Detroit uh, Baltimore uh, Super Bowl. I think that would be uh, one for the ages in Las Vegas. And the place would be ascended on by Ravens and Lions fans like nobody's business. Yeah, I, I tell you the Chiefs thing. I mean, going on the road, Mahomes is for. I, I thought all that was nonsense. I mean, he's the the Michael Jordan of the sport, and this is just a different version of the Chiefs. It's it's. I mean, how many different versions? Best defense, they, best defense Patrick Mahomes has ever played with. That's for sure. Absolutely, and you saw the Patriots change during the dynasty as it went on. Started with defense, and you get the Randy Moss team. I mean, it, things kind of evolve in a dynasty. Sometimes there's a different look to it. The Bulls had their look, and then they had Rodman in the second turn. So there's just it, – it's a different look. They're winning a different way, but Mahomes is still the guy. Now, having said that, I was hoping for Buffalo because on the other side of this wall, Ryan, I got Bill stuff all over the place because I'm a diehard man. I was stuck in Buffalo for like four and a half days last week because I couldn't get out because of the snowstorm. Yeah, so I've been I've been kind of in the – you know, I'm a sports media guy. Are you going to comment on that, that I got stuck in Buffalo for four and a half days? No, because I heard that story a million times. I'm from upstate New York. I'm two hours from Buffalo. I went to school at St. Bonaventure. Yeah, but no one ever explained lake effect snow to me. I didn't understand. I'm like, it's I, in Rochester. It's gorgeous. I can fly out of Rochester. No, no, no. Yeah, well, Buff so Rochester's Rochester, and then there's Buffalo, and there's Syracuse, and they're only an hour from that area. Totally different worlds. Totally different world. Yep. Yeah. I found that out the hard way. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sorry that I didn't warn you about the weather. Um but I, you know, I'm living in the conundrum, right? The one side is, okay, four straight divisional games. They still have Josh Allen. They're fun to watch again. They broke the drought. Like, they're on primetime. They win primetime. They change the culture. They draft overall pretty well. They should still draft more offensively to help 17. Then there's the other part of it, and they show up, and they just can't get up over the Chiefs. And the last two years, they've lost at home in the divisional playoffs. So how should Bill's Mafia feel today? And what's next for this team as it gets harder, 47 million on the books next year, just for Josh Allen. That's one fifth of the whole team. Unfortunately, uh, as long as Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are in Kansas city, that means that this bills team in its, in its own form right now is, isn't good enough. Uh, not talent wise, maybe, but you know, coaching, kicking, mm -hmm everything that goes into it. And so it, it wouldn't shock me if, if there's a uh, announcement here in the next few days around Sean McDermott when it's revisited, because they've had every opportunity and they haven't got really? it done. Somebody has to take the fall for this. I don't oh, think, I, Sean, I don't think Sean McDermott should at all. Um, I think maybe he had one of his best coaching years uh, of his career, especially with all the way the defense was decimated and he was making play calls. I mean, he ran out a guy that was on a couch was supposed to be on vacation in AJ Klein over the last two weeks. So, uh, but, the, but something's got to change. Something's got to shift. It's not working. So something has to change. It doesn't mean their window closes. I, I hate when people are talking about that. As long as you have Josh Allen, your window will be, you know, proverbially open forever because the dude is a freak. Probably should win the MVP this year, but won't because of the turnovers. Uh, but if a guy puts 40 plus touchdowns on the board for you offensively, he is the team. And, uh, and so uh, there, there's going to be some shifts. There's going to be some changes uh, and, and though I wouldn't like to see Sean McDermott go, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if there's somebody new at the helm, especially with all the head coaches that are out there and none of them have been filled yet. Hmm. Yeah. It, it, that would surprise me. I mean, I, I, I agree with that. I think there needs to be a shakeup as well, but McDermott hired Bean. I just can't, those guys are such in lockstep. I just can't see that being firing his guy. 
Hey, man, it's a, it's a cutthroat yeah. world. You can't win it. You can't yeah. win it. You had an yeah. AFC championship in Kansas City, didn't get it done. You had 13 seconds and you choked. And, and, and for those who don't think that Sean McDermott and the coaching staff choked, go look at it again. Oh, right. You do. You have you have to do things completely different in that instance. He should never even have enough time for them to get in the field goal range. Right. You can do so many different things. And I know hindsight's hindsight. But that that 13 seconds triggered, um, you know, PTSD over the last couple of years. And then last year, you, you can't fault anybody. I mean, they weren't going to win after the DeMar Hamlin scenario. Uh, they had they had uh, their, their central nervous system had been running on tilt since that night in Cincinnati. They had no time to breathe. And at some point they were going to run into a wall and they just did when Joe Burrow and the Bengals came to town. And this year was the game. This year was the game to get over that hump. And they just didn't do it. Every opportunity, the two seed after being six and six to the bye week. Are you kidding me? People calling for his job then and then putting together the, the type of run that they had to end the season to get the second overall seed and get two home games to get the Chiefs at home. And now we get over the top and we win. It's going to be hard to go to Baltimore to win it, but that is the next step. And they couldn't do it. So what has to change? There has to be something. You just can't, you know, the idea of uh, definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting a different result. I'm sorry. It's just not how it works. Yeah. I, 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 you know, look, I would be shocked, but for the record, I I've said that I'm pretty much done with McDermott just because I think he's reached the ceiling of what this group can do. So being surprised if he got fired because it's being, well, I don't, think, I don't think this, I don't think they've reached the ceiling of what this group can do. This group, oh, easily, I do. this group easily could have won the Super Bowl this year easily. So the talent on the football team is when you have Josh Allen, this team can go and win the Super Bowl against San Francisco is what I had it uh, projected uh, going into the playoffs. And it, their ceiling was not even close to reach. I mean, they were they were building scaffolding to get ready to put the roof on and freaking just fell down is what happened. And and somebody has to take the blame for that. And it's certainly not going to be the talented players on the field. That's for sure. I mean, that they didn't make the plays when they needed to. But wow. This 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 team has is in the need for some sort of shakeup because right now it's just there's apathy. Yeah, but a lot of the things that you're alluding to with you know the opportunity against Kansas City because of Reed and Mahomes that you don't do that are outside of you know Allen is is McDermott related. So I, I mean that's kind of where where I would land that they yeah it's nice to have Allen but the ceiling is like it's the head coach the 13 seconds the other stuff the missed kick not going for it on fourth down enough you know the. They can't outscore Mahomes and they can't stop him with a D-line that was perfectly healthy, right? Despite the defensive injuries, they still can't get to Mahomes, and that's a McDermott scheme. So all these different things are head coach related. It's going to be a fascinating future to see what does happen in Buffalo. I know I've got you for about 10, 11 minutes. I got another quick one, one minute left. Um, What's the one quick change? If you could just say, I'm commissioner of pro football or – we need a really a commissioner at college football. I'd probably vote for you to be honest with you, Ryan. Uh, what, what's the one change when you go to bed at night? You wake up at you know in the morning with your little one. God, I hate that. What would you change quick? In uh, 12, twelve game season uh, first, um, and Make then and then I would put in a, a benefits package for lifetime uh, yeah. health insurance because uh, you have to admit at some point that this is a uh, game that is violent. Um, and that it causes uh, traumatic brain injuries. And I don't have a problem with that. That's the thing. Like, no one has a problem with that. If you admit to it and understand it and put safeguards in place that will protect these assets of yours when they're 50 years old, that's the only thing anybody's asking. Nobody's asking for, you know, 
the game not to exist anymore or not to play anymore. People, we're grown adults. We're going to make the decision, but you can do better. And that's what I would do as a commissioner. I would make it and have the best possible um, plan together. Uh, but the NFL and the owners, it, it, it's a money-making business. They print money, you know, and so they're not going to do anything that could cost them more money. And they probably assume that assurance policies in that type of uh, realm and the premiums on those are going to be way more outside the box than to, than to to actually do anything for your players. So that's that would be the biggest changes for me if I was a commissioner. I saw Roger at the, the Steelers-Bills uh, game. He was walking towards me, and he saw me. Man, his eyes went to the ground immediately, and he took a direct left turn first thing because uh, I, I probably would have said some some stuff that he didn't want to hear. And uh, um, I don't know how far that would have gone for me working with the NFL anymore, but who knows? Got to say it when you got when you got the opportunity, man. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, bust the podcast, right? You've got that going on. Some good morning football. Love watching there as well. Straight line potties. Ryan Leaf, the former quarterback, of course, at Ryan D. Leaf on Twitter, current football analyst on so many platforms. Go find him, go follow him, go listen and watch. Pleasure to have you, my friend. Thank you so much. And uh, good luck with the with, with, with the personal life as well. It's a blast every day. And uh, enjoy the rest of the uh, NFL season, my friend. She's out here just uh, bouncing around in her little jumper laughing at me. So I'm going to go out and play with her now. So All right, bud. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.